Okay, we're recording. We are recording. How exciting. Hello. I mean, it's only been 30 minutes of us trying to figure out how to add two mics. No big deal. I grew up with the Amish. That doesn't count. It does count. All right. So we're creating the origin story to Melly Watches. Welcome to Melly Watches with your hostesses with the mostesses. Oh, no. We're doing it. Okay. Melody Heber and Kelsey Davis. We're married. We're married. (laughs) We're grownups. We are grownups. So I thought we should start by talking about our love story, like how we how we came to be, how mm. the Kelsey and the Melody became the Mel C. Sure. Um, okay. It was the internet. It was the internet. The internet brought us together. It's an apocalypse 2011. Yeah, 2011. I was snowed in to my house with my friend slash roommate, Adina, who never had to entertain herself as a child. And she was very bored, and I was trying to avoid having to entertain her. So I got on the internet and was like, let's try this dating stuff again. And so I made a profile that was very direct and very, this is who I'm looking for. This is who I'm not looking for. Meanwhile, five minutes away. Yeah, a cigarette ride when we we smoked at the time. uh, We later determined... uh, we were five minutes from each other, but that gets to another point in the story. So I created a dating profile, whatever. Mm-hmm. What uh, what was the site? Plenty of, no. Okay, Cupid. Okay, Cupid. Right. I always get it confused with Plenty of Fish. I was we, on both. I was on both, we're, too. I mean, there are only so many options. <laughs> right. So I created mine and had some friends look it over and was like, How, do I sound like an idiot or like, what's the deal here? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Go Go for it. So I gave him my stuff, and I was like, "All right, find me a lady." And uh, luck be a lady. <laughs> it was tonight. Kelsey. They it found Kelsey. Me. So Kelsey was the first date. She was the first person I even talked to on there. First person who was like, "Yeah, cool. You don't seem like a murderer. Let's meet up." <laughs> so then we met up at Mocha Bees, a coffee shop in St. Louis, mm-hmm. South City. It's a great little place. Glorious. Very LGBTQIA friendly. Absolutely. So we felt comfortable going there, and we talked and for a long time. Until uh, I had to go to choir. Until she had to go to choir. That because was she always, could, when you're going on a date with somebody you've never met before, always have somebody expecting you somewhere else later. Always have an out. Yeah. Always let people know where you're going to be. So her out was choir. We Karis, went, the St. Louis Women's Chorus. Right. FYI. Shameless plug. So we went, Shameless. we hung out there forever, chain smoked a lot of Parliament lights, determined we smoked the same pa- same type of cigarettes at the time. Um. She showed me her tattoo on her ass. No, yep, I did that. Right in the middle of the place. My theory with people is you just got to give them exactly who you just are from the all. very beginning, bear literally, <laughs> so that they can decide if they want to be in the game or not. Uh, yeah, I was horrified, but I was still in the game. You're like, this chick's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we did that, and it was great. And that is literally all she wrote. Like, we never stopped Talking or being together from that point. Basically. So that's the story of our love. That's the story of our love. And so, that was February 15th, 2011, 2011. Yes. Was when we first laid eyes on each other. In the flesh. <laughs> flesh, huh? Okay. So that's our love story. Little short condensed version. We've been together for eight and some odd, eight years and some odd months and then married for Five years. Five years, some odd months. So there we are. So then 
through our time together, we land on the fact that we are an 80s, like, John Hughes love story of the jock and the nerd that fell in love. I was always outside playing. Me and the neighbor boys were playing hockey and home run derby and everything, every sport you could think of in our, in the street, like literally straight out of Sandlot. Well, not Sandlot. Um, Garth, Wayne Wayne and Garth, Wayne's World. World words. And we would literally say like, Game on! Like, we'd have to get out of the street when the one car came tearing through Vanity. So, shout out to Nicholas and Christopher Stein on that one for teaching me all my sports ways. But I was always outside playing. Kelsey was always inside. Watching movies. Watching movies. I lived out in the middle of nowhere in Missouri, Jamesport, Missouri, hence all the Amish. Um, And we didn't have cable. We couldn't have cable. We were so far out. Uh, I don't, I think only people who lived a certain area outside of Jamesport could even get satellite. I mean, invented channels at that time. Mom had a a physical satellite dish that was literally the size of our house. The size of your face, right. Oh no, not the size of my face. It was huge. Like it would be the size of my body, like laid out with Mm -hmm. my arms spread across the place. It's like a papazon chair. Yeah. Like you would literally type in like G4 and the thing would like shift and move to a satellite Mm -hmm. satellite out there. It was nuts. Anyhow, Sorry. I was busy Side watching track. movies because my grandparents loved me and they had they lived in Columbia, Missouri. And they had every movie channel possible and they would record movies onto VHSs for me to watch. And so every time they'd come, they'd bring me presents of books and hats for some reason and VHSs full of fun movies that my brother and I would gleefully watch and were the cornerstones of our personalities. Now, these movies could range from movies that everybody knew to movies that were so obscure that only my brother, Kale, understands my references to them. So I got used to being kind of a weirdo making all these references, and Mel was one of the first people who got most of my references. But as we continued in our lives, uh, I realized that Mel had missed out on a lot of formative films. (laughs) So we, uh, I kept a list of all these movies. I'd say, Mel, have you seen, I don't know, Alice in Wonderland, the Disney cartoon version? And she'd go, no, no, I, I was outside. I was outside and we were playing until the streetlights came on. So this became a running theme of like, how have you not seen this? Everybody has seen this movie. Mary Poppins. I made you watch Mary Poppins like our first year of being together. Yeah, it was a nightmare for me. I was like, is this going to get me in you with didn't her? didn't like Mary Poppins? It was it wasn't great for me. Like, <laughs> it, it was so unreal. Like, you know, I didn't get into the fantasy stuff. Right, right. I'm far more into fantasy things now than I was significant in 2011. Exponentially. Yeah. So, like, I like it now. It's cute now. But, like, once I finally let go you of the, like. You haven't seen it since. Yes, huh? You've we seen. We watched the new one. Yeah, that's different. Same concept of strange. Nope. Re- strange concept of strange reality. Same concept of strange reality. It's just not the same. Anywho. <sighs> so the the running joke continues of me not seeing all these classic movies that apparently everyone in the whole land has seen. As so, well as movies that Kale and I have only seen. Like Scavenger Hunt with Roddy, Roddy, the Nutty Professor. I have no idea. So yeah. then we started to live tweet it. And, you know, about three people caught on to that. And we had talked about it being a podcast. And um, we we're like, well, 
let's do it. So we bought two microphones and then I just spent the last solid 30 minutes trying to figure out how to get it to work and could only get one going. So here we are. Ryder McDowell. There you go. So this is the origin story of Melly Watches. So the game plan for each episode is going to be, we have an outline put together already. So there's always going to be the intro, whatever music my friend Chelsea is going to make for us that we'll get whenever we get it. And then we'll talk about the movie title and how it made the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the movie plot. And we are going to do it in the amount of words that the, it gets on the score of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, well, That's yeah, or IMDb or whatever. Right. So, so if it has like a score of 93 for Then I get fresh, 93 words to... Yeah. to uh... But here's the sitch. I am... 100% convinced that these weird ass movies that you're about to have me watch are going to get like a like a 20 on Rotten Tomatoes and I cannot wait until you have to describe yeah. some weird ass witch movie from 1980 that you think is Oh, which class- is a Eastwick? Yeah. That you think is a classic and you're like a witch from New York flies on a broom. And that's Witches all you of Eastwick get. is nothing like that. And it's on the list, guys. Witches of Eastwick. It's going to be awesome. So most of these movies got onto the list because either uh, I saw them on, like, on Netflix or I saw them in my mom's basement as we were picking out a movie to watch as a family or we made a reference to it. Mel was like, well. And then I would kind of add to the list in that general genre. So like share movies, which is a V Swick, Moonstruck, Mermaids, you know, that kind of thing. So that's how which I'm already scared at the movies that I'm gonna have to watch. I'm give so a excited. Review okay, so <laughs> uh okay, so the movie plot overview and however many words that it takes for the score. Right. Then a breakdown of the movie, so my reactions, and it's probably gonna be a lot of me saying, What in the actual hell are we watching? And me making fun of whatever possible thing I can make fun of. And then Kelsey defending how this is not a terrible movie. Some movies are terrible. For sure. Scavenger Hunt's pretty rough. <laughs> then we're going to say, would it's this not movie, even rated? Would this great? Then you can't even describe it. That's going to be another added bonus. I mean, Scavenger Hunt, it's described. It's described. Self-describing. It's descriptive already. <laughs> okay. So then we say, would this movie work in 2019? Which I have a sneaking suspicion that many won't. Scavenger Hunt would. And then we rated on one to five watches. So this is a layer of, mm-hmm. this is a layer here. So number one being it's the perfect. title is Melly Watches because I'm watching things in the real life, watching the movie. Okay. Then we have my extreme love for time, actual timekeeping watches that keep time. <laughs> I have a collection of them. Kelsey got me a beautiful box for one of our anniversaries, whatever. The leather is. anniversary. I don't know. Leather is what you did. Mm-hmm. But then once Fitbit finally made a smartwatch that kind of looks like an Apple watch, I went on that path and then that's all I've worn since. So anyway, if you know me, you know how much I love watches. So this is a, a, a double. play on that. Yeah, a play on the fact that I love watches. So the scale will be one to five. Five being, holy shit, this movie was incredible. One being, why, why? was this movie why? made? Well, also the watches is would you watch it again? Five watches yeah, would right, be right, right. like Avatar. You watched, oh, loved Avatar, right? And that was like Along your with first the whole world, but your first toe dip into the fantasy world. Because before yeah, that, so you that, had avoided yeah, everything that, really, that's that a, wasn't real. That's a really great point. That movie was a true opener of like 
hey, I think I can watch this weird stuff. Yeah. And watching it on mom's huge ass TV, Mm. when we scooted the The couch up into the middle of the living room, I somewhat wonder if maybe I had been dropped acid or something because (laughs) the colors were so, I was like, I had never seen blue before. And like all this stuff, all this stuff just, oh, there's going to be a lot of Parks and Rec references. So just get ready for that. Maybe watch all of that. (laughs) Yeah. Watch all of This is your homework for (laughs) Melly Watch's podcast. Watch all of Parks and Rec and all of Gilmore Girls. You can get through in like two months, no problem. MBD. So, yeah, that movie transformed a lot of things for me and really pulled me into the uh, fantasy realm. And then Harry Potter is the other big right. one that because you were like, Melly, it's a love story. That is literally your favorite thing. And I was like, fine, fine. No, 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 no. It wasn't fine, fine. It was, I had given up. <laughs> I had. Oh, wait, did just, I give it to you like a birthday present? <laughs> yeah. I had. Completely allowed my dream of us sharing Harry Potter and all nerdery to see on an ice flow. <laughs> and then we were at Bread Co. one day, because in St. Louis, we call it St. Louis Bread Co. Because that's all it's fucking called, okay? It's not called the Panera anywhere. Just stop it with that. Right. Um, okay, it's at, called Panera like everywhere, everywhere except for else, St. Louis, but everywhere else. Um, whatever. We are at Bread Co. and we were eating breakfast and Mel just looks at me and she says, what do you want to do today? And I was like, well, I don't know. What do you want to do today? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to think of the world. Exactly. Uh, and she says, do you want to watch Harry Potter? And I have this thing that I do and I'm really, really, really happy. <laughs> it's like a silent scream where you can tell that air is being forced from my lungs, but there's no sound happening. And that's what I did in the middle of this bread co is I silent screamed. And then we hot footed it to Blockbuster because Blockbuster still existed at that time. And I worked at Blockbuster for almost a decade. So that's a part of my credentials for my knowledge of movies is that I worked at Blockbuster for almost a decade. Plus, my family's obsessed with movies Mm -hmm. with in my family. We own thousands. Absolutely. Thousands. For sure. Yeah. Um, We have a couple hundred. Probably. Yeah. I haven't counted them. Yeah. Um, anywho, we watched all of them in, I think, two weeks. Yeah, we flew through it pretty quickly. Given our busy schedules, and I don't think we lived together at that time. Yeah, we did. We lived at Bates. Oh, Bates. The tiny Bates apartment. So small. Okay, we have gotten wildly off track, which, again, will probably be a theme of this This podcast. This is just the intro. This is letting people get to know our voices. And wondering how many sounds that are going to be heard on this thing, because you keep touching the... That's (laughs) what this thing is for. Okay. That's what this guy's for. Remember the chocolate rain guy? Yeah. And how he would like sing chocolate rain and then every time he'd take a breath, he would turn his face away and go <gasps> and then come back to it and then continue to sing chocolate rain. I thought it would just, it was called the pop thing. So it wouldn't go like in the, in the mic. I think that helps it, but I think that's also supposed to help. Ambient noise. Ambient sounds. Okay. So back to the freaking outline. Okay. So the last thing we landed on was the watches. So we have the watches of the physical watches that I wear. Would we watch it again? And I we're watching movies. The next thing will be called the Juggernaut parking lot. This will be <laughs> so I do have to give a special shout out to my St. Louis crew of friends because whenever the however many of us girls, five or six of us girls would get together and we'd be talking just rambling all night and chain smoking and drinking everything we could drink. We would get off on countless topics. We'd be like, wait, 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 
Put that in the parking lot so we can get back to it later. Mm. So we call it the juggernaut parking lot because... Because my delightful friend Jenna, hi Jenna, um, says that I am a story juggernaut. So if I start a story, no matter how off course I get, I return back to the original goal. It may be days later that I text somebody and say, hey, Roddy McDowell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I will finish my story for you. Correct. So we'll call it the juggernaut parking lot. Juggernaut parking lot. And then lastly, follow us on the socials. Thanks to my friend for doing the artwork, yada, yada, yada. So that is the what a typical episode of Melly Watches is going to look like. Ideally, it's going to be around 30 minutes or so. We're at about 16 right now with just given the background. And by the time we throw in a breakdown of the movie, we should be right about that. That so sounds good. I'm feeling pretty pumped about this. We'll see what this even sounds like and if we even like any of it or if anyone even gets to hear this. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. Um, we need to create a... Twitter oh, yeah, and yeah. an email so that people can email us movie suggestions. Yeah. So another thing to point out is that we are and going Twitter. to, uh, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, all the, all the socials. And we're going to have every social that we have. This is just a uh, testing it out and see what we have. So also we will have, of course, on the socials, a Facebook page, whatever. And we're going to have something that's called the list and the list will house all of the movies so Kelsey has an insane list on her it's phone. It's in my notes. Yeah, it's in the notes on her phone of all the movies that she wants me to watch anyway. And then we'll, of course, take suggestions from the tens and tens of fans that I expect us to get from this. <laughs> all ten of you. <laughs> tens, plural. So there could be like 20. I mean, I listen to a couple of people's podcasts, so they owe me oh, at least this listen. Great. We've got some sympathy listens right on the way. At least. All right. So that's it. That's what's going to be Melly Watches. Okay, everybody. Okay, everybody. <laughs> All right, that's it. So we're going to wrap it up and we're going to see what we sound like and if it sounds terrible. Or if it sounds wonderful and awesome, it becomes a wonderful way for us to explore our love of each other and our love of film together. My two favorite things in the whole damn world. Samesies. That was us kissing. Oh my. Okay. Goodbye, everybody.